0: everybody uh, this is Apple Street's season two <laughs> yeah well it, it, probably we, we need to say we were renewed for the second season
1: <laughs> and um, I never forget how to do all this stuff uh, that we're yeah with this video and
0: all this <laughs> yeah it's something like i don't know but still, it's nice to be on air again. And uh, now we have a slightly uh, updated team, let's say. Let's put it that way. We have new co-hosts, Zeta. Hi
2: there. Happy to be here. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Some uh, regular listeners and viewers might recognize you from our last year episode. But uh, if uh, somebody joins us uh, for the first time, um, just give us a couple of words about yourself.
2: Yeah, sure. Previously, I've participated in Apple Treats as a guest, and I've shared my developer story from newbie to my current state. Uh, currently, I'm working in EPAM Systems as an iOS developer, so I'm pretty interested uh, interested in iOS development, in Arduino, in uh, new technologies and other um, technical things. So, I really hope that I could share something interesting and useful, at least for somebody of our listeners.
0: That is awesome, actually, and uh, yeah, we definitely. Um, by the way, we will definitely talk about uh, Arduino and all other uh, Internet of Things mm-hmm. and other stuff probably later into the season. Um, but I Do prefer like to. <laughs> <laughs> My <laughs> favorite question yeah. for everyone. Yeah, yeah. The Rust and actually, we will probably still be comparing Swift to Rust time to time, <laughs> especially with new with new features coming, uh, slightly inspired by Rust. Um, but I propose to start our season with somewhat uh, regular updates and um, just go through the topics which, um, basically are the news on Apple development, uh, which happened during the winter months uh, since our last episode in uh, in December. What do you think?
1: Let's go.
0: Okay. Um, let's start with the legal battles, I would say. it's, uh, But these legal battles are mostly regarding the in-app purchases in Netherlands and South Korea. So Netherlands uh, wants Apple to approve... Um, Third party payment systems for the dating apps specifically like with nothing else, and South Korea just wants uh an ability to link to websites uh in order to make payments so like we have two uh regulations which affect uh apple and um by the way, none of these are like reflected in the review guidelines, so nothing is changed uh from the developer's perspective, so apple proposed something for the for the Dutch uh, regulators, and they, as far as I reading news now, they did not approve that plan yet.
1: Um, yeah, they they give them one more fine, five, yeah. five million, as far as I remember.
0: And I believe, like it, five millions per week up to fifty millions, and
2: yeah,
0: like looking into Apple's budgets, they can just basically write off check for the 15 million and just forget about that for next 10 weeks and that will probably be fine for them
1: so if if you wanted to buy a new phone this fall probably it will be a little bit more expensive than usual
0: (laughs) yeah or it's basically like you 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 will know that you are just funding some uh, fines uh, which go to netherlands like some of your like
1: (laughs) It's, it's, it's a beautiful country why not support them yeah
0: and by the way the interesting thing there that the proposal uh basically now says that Apple wants 27% commission on payments done through the external systems which is uh like basically gives you 3% of uh savings if you are not on a small business program so like if you have small business program you you pay 15% for uh, in-app purchases up to like 1 million of revenue and uh, like that doesn't apply for the external payment systems, as far as I understand. So they they basically um, you know, say like if you want to use external systems, uh, you will pay us for uh, for that twenty seven percent of uh, of all payments. By the way, and fifteen
1: percent is just for first year, or
0: for... no? It's it's for every year. Unless you um, get more than one million, yeah. In in this case, the next year will be your. uh, uh, You will pay thirty percent, and if you got the million for that year, less than a million for that year, you will get back to fifteen percent. So it's like a little bit weird calculations, but still.
1: Why not? It's just uh, similar to progressive taxes in many countries. Yeah
0: yeah well yeah and by by the way it seems that most of the developers in terms of numbers uh they they will be like happy with that but in terms of revenue like probably most revenue is done by the developers who or, or who earn more than a million so it's like for for apple it's uh like they they they're not concerned about that from the from the money perspective, but for the developers like indie developers that might be a good um good a good program for them and yeah Sveta?
2: yeah that might be a good improvement uh in app store guidelines but right now we don't know when it can happen so since uh apple um uh, as we know uh the case about epic games uh, versus apple uh they are appellating a decision of judge and uh Uh, i guess that there can be the same situation with um, with in that case but uh, maybe there is a state regulation uh, could be more important
0: yeah well probably we'll see what happens there but um, one more thing so the developers uh, on twitter are arguing about the um, the window which you should show on your um, uh, app if you are using external payment systems, basically saying that you um, like you will be using external payment systems and they are very dangerous and uh, you probably would wouldn't want to do that. And you, if you agree, you like need to press this red button or something like that. so. Like basically and the wordings are like stated by apple the, the words which you should put onto that uh, warning page like so um, this is okay. well,
1: this is okay for you because we have all these banners about GDPR about cookies more banners yeah
0: <laughs> yeah i mean that that's but still i mean this is not yet uh, went into effect so we we need to wait until like the that something happens there but um and as regards to South Korea, it seems that they are also not happy with Apple's proposals. But I didn't see much of the news in terms of like uh, what will happen there. So it's uh, um, even in South Korea, you still n- are not allowed to do something in regards to in-app uh, purchases. But we we will see. So
1: when we will see, um, so we'll see such a law in Russia?
0: <laughs> oh, probably uh, quite soon. I mean, they uh, they already passed the law to pre-install applications on the iPhones. And uh, to be honest, Apple did uh, their best here in terms of uh, customers, because I do not want those apps to be pre-installed, even being in Russia. Uh, so they present you with the banner saying like these apps are mandatory uh, by the law, which you can install, and there is a like basically cancel button uh, clearly visible, so you can basically skip everything. But um, yeah, so there will definitely be more regulations in terms of uh, Apple, and uh, not sure that all of those will be beneficial for the users. So I'm um, I'm still <laughs> probably one of those developers who like, don't want uh, too much of the external payment systems to be present on the iPhone. I mean, especially for the subscriptions, because it's much easier to manage them in one place rather than in in several places. I would prefer to have everything built up to my um, Apple account. But uh, from those who, like, earn money, probably they want something, like, to pay less to Apple. And um, so it's, it's a topic which has, like, several sides here, so
2: yeah and the same as a uh, end user i want to pay by apple pay i don't want to use something third parties i uh, don't want to believe them i believe uh, i believe apple and uh, well. yeah
0: and definitely i do not want to put any of my credit cards anywhere yeah. i mean like i'm i'm already deaf and it's even now like I'm i'm see some retailers where you or like online stores where you need to pay and like see if they don't have apple pay um maybe i can buy this item elsewhere like probably it's possible
2: who will be responsible for leaks of my data if something will happen so yeah
0: yeah okay let's move on um (laughs) (laughs) um I have one more topic, interesting topic. Uh, we will probably go qu- quite fast through it, but study shows that um, 87% of uh, US teenagers use iPhones and that actually 1% up since last year. So like basically if you are targeting youth in your apps, well, you probably like need to think about Android A lot later, like something like if you're um, thinking about, uh, like, yeah, we have some spare money, some spare time. We might add Android version as well, but uh, like uh, it seems that the teenagers are preferring uh, Apple hardware. And there is also a study for the Apple Watch, and uh, it seems that Apple Watch is also getting more and more attention here. So that's that's nice, but still there are not too many... um, Apple watch apps, which are um like interesting, I would say, like something which you would install and rather use watch on but not the phone,
1: yeah, yeah, and I have one question about this Apple, why a message is so' uh, is so bad <laughs> if you, so it's it's really so it's even hard for me, I'm not a teenager using it, and for them i d- I think that okay, I don't know actually but. As far as I read in the internet, they also don't use it a lot. Even with all these new features, with uh, reactions and some other stuff, it's still probably. But what what are what are other options for them? I don't know what is popular in uh, the US. I believe that
0: would be WhatsApp. <laughs> Pretty much sure that's something which is uh, currently top on the on the market for the messaging. I I'm definitely not sure about the Telegram and Signal. So, the Signal has its niche, and um, yeah, I, like, people use that. And probably Viber is also not somewhere uh, somewhat <laughs> popular there. It has its own, like, um, uh, and it's, I, I don't know, I mean, like, th- th- those are still there, but I use iMessage. I, I use it a lot, and um, uh, it definitely... Um, has its problems in regards to group chats but as far as I understand US teenagers use uh, group chats in i message a lot like that's something popular there uh, co- like from the from different perspectives. so again not sure not sure that, that's probably uh, needs some more studies there
1: you should show yeah. them how to uh, fill radars and just <laughs> overload them <laughs> with
0: a lot of bug reports <laughs> yeah speaking of bug reports um let, let, let's let's switch to that so the, the the these months were uh actually packed with some of those and I would want to talk about two uh, two, two things here uh I we won't talk, we won't be talking about the home kit issues which are now resolved in the recent updates but uh two topics which I mean quite serious and uh first of those is Safari vulnerability which allowed to track you across the sites and like you don't even need to do anything. You can be, your site may, could be in any tab and even in the incognito mode. So even in that case, in private browsing mode, you will still uh, leak your uh, browsing history within the tab. So if you, go to another uh, another site within the same tab um, you can still be tracked and that happens due to the indexed db uh, api which exposed database names uh, to all all of the sites and uh, the second thing that google creates the database name for your account based on your account name and therefore like it's easy to track your account name through multiple sites and uh, if you use uh, google specifically so when that I first fixed.
2: heard, oh. yeah, about yeah. this uh, issue, I thought, "What? I need to switch to another uh, browser." And, uh, and
0: yeah, the, the bad thing here, you cannot do anything on the iOS because all browsers should use WebKit, and um, that means that they are all uh, vulnerable to this particular problem. So, on the iOS, you didn't have a chance. On the macOS, you could use uh, Chromium or something else. But I
1: think yeah, that's uh, in the same tab. So probably in custom browsers, they just yeah. manage web view in some other way. So probably they carry web view for each tab. I don't know. Yeah, in, just... uh, yeah
0: in, the, in this case, they will probably keep the browsing history within the tab and that will be leaked. But yeah, so still the bug was pretty problematic, I would say. So it's something like you wouldn't want to have. But happily, it's resolved. Um... I'm, I was talking to a lot of uh, front-end developers, and they're basically saying that Safari is lacking behind in support of this uh, index DB and many other uh, like features, which probably related to the um, uh, progressive web apps. So, maybe it's intentional in terms of like Apple not uh, allowing uh, more to be done via web application, uh, forcing developers to create uh, like full-featured applications um, um, like for for the Apple platforms. And uh, not sure. I mean, but th- th- but actually, yeah, this back was quite. Um, I didn't see th- this kind of level of exposure of your data previously. So that's wow. <laughs>
1: I'm happy that I, I don't need to hide anything from her. Well,
0: yes, and I'm not using Google account, but still, that's something which is, I don't know, that's 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 not good. My
2: pleasure,
0: yeah, yeah. And the second issue, like yeah, so basically, issue is resolved. We'll hope there are no other issues. And yeah, we 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 all can remember something which is was called Go to Fail, which allowed like basically to use. Um, uh, to break your ssl encryption like is quite easily and uh, that was like some time ago and that was also quite like epic fail of, of issues but uh, yeah and the second problem which i didn't face even i'm using this sdk so uh but developers reported that icloud sync was broken for i, I believe it's like up to two weeks of problems when uh, your cloud kid apps were failing to sync the data through the cloud and there were a lot of issues coming from the um, iCloud servers and basically the problem was that something went wrong but the page like the system status was showing like no iCloud functioning properly and um, there were a lot of uh, angry tweets and there were actually a lot of uh, reports submitted to feedback assistant and a couple of developers actually said that uh, those were uh, helpful for the for Apple to be able to resolve that particular issue. So again, issue with the cloud was uh, fixed. And uh, probably it was fixed because of the developers submitting the bug reports and also highlighting the importance of that uh, report through Twitter. So <laughs> uh, social media helps resolving the issues. Um, I don't we know, I mean
1: with a number of uh, reported <laughs> radars and uh, how, yeah. how, in fact, impactful was your radars.
0: Yeah, and I, I would actually want to see, like uh, I have a lot of friends who are saying like their radars reported uh, like four or five years ago are still open. <laughs> and I also have a couple of those, but uh, I also had a good experience in terms of uh, submitting something. It was usually marked as duplicate, uh, but sometimes it was uh open and then reported closed so it's uh, it's uh, sometimes it's quite hard to make a small uh showcase for for the issue but if you can do probably you should i mean that's um i was on the tech talks uh on apple tech talks last year and uh, there was a session with uh, those who are doing the triage of the of of the of the bugs and they are basically saying that yeah if you submit issues they help to accumulate even if if they will be duplicate uh that's still important to to submit those because that will create a pressure that will help to prioritize the issue and maybe your um sample up like they, uh will be more helpful than some somebody else uh, else uh report so like if you can do do that and um we understand that probably you have a lot more uh, things to do uh, rather than just submitting the tons of reports to Apple, but that's probably still a good thing to uh, to report those issues.
2: Yeah, and also don't forget to highlight it in your social media. Maybe yep. help
0: and, <laughs> to resolve your issue. And maybe try to... Um, being somebody who might be on that particular team, if you know them in Twitter, that also seems to be helpful uh, in some cases. Not sure if that helps uh, every time, but probably um, shouldn't be. Uh, well, if if you are polite enough, I mean, there are a lot of uh, uh, there are a lot of posts uh, which are polite, like basically here is what problem I, I see, and there are posts which are like basically something like. Apple should be doing this rather than like doing that and being a developer probably they're not too happy seeing those things. I mean like if you're if you want something to be fixed maybe just be a little bit more polite there. So like even if you're quite angry with the particular bug, I mean we, we know that but I think that's we still we, we're all people like that particular developer does not personally responsible for you having this particular issue. That's uh my idea my recommendation there
2: yeah absolutely every developer can create issue in yeah. their code and that's absolutely normal
0: and and i think they actually want to fix those issues so like uh, as as far as i see the social media for for from apple developers they actually want to make the products better so it, probably it's better to communicate with them in in more friendly way i think yeah, it's uh, more efficient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, again, um interestingly again, I, I didn't see any of those issues but uh, I'm I have a pet project uh which uses uh clou- iCloud for data sync uh both fa- files and the core data through the iCloud so it's I'm I'm trying to to use those like high level uh, APIs to uh, to avoid like managing the uh cloud Kit records manually and it actually works. I had a couple of things I had to like uh, dig into, but those are actually working okay. And uh, um, th- I-, I was actually like d- developing during these particular uh, uh, problems with iCloud and I didn't see anything. Probably my- I didn't have too much of the reports because I'm the only person who is using this particular Maybe. app as of now. Maybe only
1: production was affected. Again, because yeah, that's probably the
0: case. Yeah, and since I do Word. not have any production yet, that maybe that that's why I was not affected by by that issue. Okay, um, moving on. Um, yeah, this Apple topic I would like services. to talk. Oh, sorry.
1: Apple and new web services or what?
0: Oh <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. This is um, it's regarding Intel. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Intel actually uh, finally catches up with the uh, M1 Max. In terms so of performance, yeah. So they actually now created a chip which performs on like basically on the same level as M1 Max, uh, burning like twice as much energy. <laughs>
1: and this size, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's actually the reports are showing that they, in terms of performance, they like should catch uh, catch up. But uh, they are like um, gathering a lot more power and uh, like spinning a lot more uh, fun noise from the, that particular device. The the only thing I would like to mention there that the the CPU performance yes that they are on par so they are more or less on the same level. But uh, in terms of GPU, if you use uh, di- uh, discrete uh, NVIDIA card, it beats uh, Apple's uh, integrated GPU like we definitely beat so like that's up to i, I don't know it's 68 percent faster uh gpu or even more i mean that, that was a lot so in terms of cpu apple probably created the greatest uh processor as of now so even top level intel chip like has this almost the same uh performance but uh a lot more uh power usage and uh in terms of gpu something needs to be done if they if apple wants to Take this, for example, as a gaming platform in the future, they probably oh, yeah. would want to have more. No gaming um,
1: platform. But yeah, they, let's, they, let's, they,
0: let's, they let's, are okay uh, for okay. casual Gaming. Yeah, let, let, let's let's agree on that.
1: So uh, since, for example, if you are talking about MacBook Pros, so it's for pros. Okay, it's not for us, it's for developers, yeah. No matter, it's for guys who are doing sound, video, all this stuff. And I think in that case, depends only quality of software and how the software works with uh, hardware and right, yeah so but for intel it may be a little bit harder to develop new software for windows because i don't know anyone from these people who are using uh, windows for this
0: yeah but still if somebody wants to develop now on windows they probably can have uh, new laptops uh, which are more or less on the same level of the performance as macbook pros with the m1 max
2: Yeah, um, but in Europe it's extremely important how uh, what is uh, energy efficiency uh, at your working machine. So that's
0: and yeah, so again, in terms of efficiency, M1 Max not even close. Like, yeah, Intel needs to work more. And um...
1: so we will not joke about uh, another mobile platform. uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah so, but it's, it looks very 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 common
0: <laughs> right um okay that that's actually um
1: yeah. before, we, before we go to another yeah. topic just monthly check so do you have any MacBook with m one chip now no?
0: not yet sorry <laughs> i'm 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 still planning and actually I might be going for M2 now. So, I'm, I'm again, I was like postponing till M1 Max or M1 Pro. Now, there are the reports that the, we will see new Apple event in March. And there will be something on M2, and that probably will be entry-level uh, MacBook Pro with M2. So, like, the previous year MacBook Pro with, with M1. Not sure about the, that one. Uh, we'll see. I mean, I definitely already want uh, like... MacBook with less fun noise uh, during the regular development that's yes. something which I'm looking for but um uh, we'll see again uh. And maybe Android. the company we are working in might switch laptops to the M1 or M1 Pro or M1 Max machines.
1: I need to wait two more years to be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: my, mine actually is also quite quite new Like in terms of... Uh, like it's uh, the last of Intel's uh, 16-inch MacBook Pro. So it's considered new one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah but maybe.
1: Maybe. And yeah,
2: and yeah, as for me, I've all dreamt about a MacBook with M1. So I really hope that my husband listening to this podcast <laughs> and, uh, can pre- present it <laughs> on lot of the Women's idea. Day, but that's a hint. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we will definitely try to find him and send him the link to the recording. So like, yeah. and probably the time code as well.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> a, good idea, just uh, in case. You're right now, so probably that's uh, your husband. <laughs> oh, two of them. Perfect. Right.
0: Okay. Um. Yeah. We'll, we 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 will see what happens uh, on the March event. By the way, it's interesting if M two will be like significantly different. Probably not. I mean, I I think though there will be not like again like significant jump in in efficiency and performance but we we'll, we'll see um, what will happen uh with with them too i, I think we need, to, I really we need to we need to talk about the new beta versions those that that topic is i'm waiting i did not install those i have to admit but i'm really struggling not installing those because, because you need of,
1: universal control
0: exactly that's <laughs> enabled in the latest macOS and iPadOS and you can actually use it but um well yeah i'm not big fan of beta versions <laughs> so i'm um, i mean therefore the, there is a struggle now so i'm like on the on one hand i definitely want to install that on the other hand i understand that the beta versions is like are beta versions so you don't usually use them in production and especially if you uh, have these devices connected to your personal iCloud account with some photos in the photo library and some data and like
1: no, no. It's, yeah it's it's too dangerous
0: yeah therefore um I'm I'm looking into reports I'm looking into like here is how universal control actually works and like ah yeah this you is something more
1: work you need more work to just forget about reading all this uh, Twitter stuff
0: <laughs> yeah probably and. There is another thing which uh, is added to these new beta versions is the Face ID with the mask. <laughs> it took them a lot, a lot of time, but they did it, and they say it's less uh, less secure than the regular Face ID, and it works only on iPhone 12 and up. So, uh, like guys with the iPhone 10 or 10s or like something else, they they won't be able to use that particular thing. And probably that's because of the Neural Engine, which needs more uh, capacity to, to to do that particular scanning. I'm not um, sure.
1: Probably, as far as I remember, they introduced something new into Face ID in iPhone 12. Some cheap, not cheap, but just sensor itself. So Probably it, it, it may it may
0: be it may, may it might have more resolution there. So it's yeah, uh, yeah. Th- that's why they are actually learning that. And they say that you need to use uh, all your regular glasses. Uh, you need to scan your face with all your glasses you typically wearing, and this particular thing will not work with sunglasses. So. Um and they again they say that uh that's less secure, and you will be able to turn it off um like probably you might turn it on when you go to the store and by the way, this particular f- f- like face i d with the mask is better than unlock with your um apple watch in one particular thing you will be able to use um apple pay uh, using face i d with the mask, so you will be able to pay with the phone rather than like uh Unlocking the phone but paying with the watch and uh, doing something something like that. So they, it will work li- like regular Face ID and it will authenticate you uh, in the applications which are using Face ID for additional uh, authentication. So it will work like a regular Face ID. And again, uh, looking to the reports saying that it typically works okay. It, uh, um, some people argue regarding the icon for the face ID with the mask, saying that this is uh, now why we will be wearing masks uh, forever. So, Apple pre- prepares for like uh, doomsday. Uh, well, yes, Twitter is a, is a strange thing. For, for, it's, it seems to be nice at times, but uh, there are also times when it's like you see a lot of angry people for, for definitely no reason.
1: Um, and now i'm still a little bit angry with uh their with them about um uh this new emojis in uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh yeah new emojis yeah well <laughs> uh, i mean um my, my main concern about the new emojis is something why do we actually need to care about them why why are they making news actually about the emojis added to the particular ios release i mean
1: um because uh
0: 87 of your yes. Are yes. <laughs> true, so yes true so well yeah okay um and the last topic from my side here uh and that's actually a huge one uh the new distribution method this is this is actually really huge and um it's interestingly uh They announced that on on Friday and the next week I had two meetings with uh, different customers who were specifically interested in this particular uh, way of app distribution. So, like, it was, like, just on time for at least two customers um, I was consulting. uh, So, idea of this particular um, app distribution method is to have your app on the App Store without having it being on the App Store. (laughs) So, um. You will distribute your app through the app store, but it will not show up in search, in catalog, in charts, in anywhere. So it, it, you will not be able to find this app in app store, unless you have a specific link which you open, and the app store will open with this particular app. Um, and s- looking into rec- uh, to the documentation for this, it's called unlisted app distribution uh, method. So looking into that, we we can publish an app. Uh, and this app will not have a requirement for public access like uh guest mode or something else, and it will not have a requirement to be able uh, for for users to be able to register account through the app so you can publish apps targeting um, uh, employees of organizations or a target app which uh, a published app t- that targets employees of different organizations, um, or app which are created for a specific event which will happen for, for example, for a couple of days, and then the app will not be uh, important anymore. So that's that's a niche uh, uh, distribution uh, method, but it has a lot of um, cases when you talk about the enterprises. Uh, previously, we had an option to distribute apps through the enterprise Apple account, but that means that you first have to uh, distribute the app, you do not have an app store. And you have to ensure that this app will not leak outside your uh, employees or contractors. And we probably might remember Facebook which distributed their special VPN app uh, using Enterprise account and that uh, actually resulted in their account being terminated. And the Facebook development team actually was struggling a lot due to that particular fact. So. Yeah Apple sometimes does a lot in terms of protecting um uh, uh these uh, like legal requirements for the uh, enterprise distribution method and uh, we also had a custom app distribution method which uh, allowed you to distribute apps to the businesses connected to Apple Business Manager or uh, schools connected to Apple School Manager but that's again limited you you're limited to companies who enrolled in Apple Business Manager or uh, uh, schools with, or universities connected to the Uh, Apple School Manager. So, you were not able to distribute up to the company, which is small enough not to be registered into Apple Business Manager. And, for for example, they do not have any MDM solution there, but you still want them to have your app. So, this particular uh, distribution method solves that particular problem. Yeah. Yeah?
2: That's a huge step. So, uh, I had a project when we developed um, uh, application for a uh, shop assistance for the big company and for a big company and um, um, for some reasons we were we were needed to um, distribute it into a public app store and there was there were a lot of comments like what's wrong with your app why don't uh, uh, I uh, can to log in uh, which account do you mean and etc so so um and uh, shop assistants and uh real users it's uh right. they have a big differences uh, and um a lot of differences. So um, it can prevent such situations. So as a developer, I don't want to see a lot of negative comments in App Store just because uh, somebody from uh, another uh, continent uh, downloaded my app and started to use it in the wrong way.
1: Right. Never, never, never go to the lower (laughs) internet and read comments.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Right. So yeah, that's that's actually quite a... Big news. The only uh, drawback here that it's not automatically enabled, you have to submit a request to Apple explaining why your app needs unlisted app distribution method. And uh, if you like, get the approval from, from their site, you will receive a link which will be connected to your uh, App Store uh, Connect uh, entry. So that's uh, that's one thing you need to take care of. Um, but again, I'm I'm looking. Uh, I uh, looked through Twitter, and I see some cases when um, the companies get their apps into this particular distribution method through Apple. So I believe that's uh, really uh, re- really good news for uh, for the developers, and maybe that solves some of the issues which we had with publishing these apps, which targeting like some organization, and you have to publish that through the a general App Store and you need to pass a review and they will be asking you to provide uh, functionality to create an account within an application and you don't need to or don't want to. So like, there are a lot of stuff happening there. So, yep, that's probably... What about review?
1: W- should, should we pass review for... Startup? Yeah, so
0: the review will be the same except for this... Um, Points or uh, sections regarding the account creation. So, like everything else, you you still do not have a, uh, do do not have a, an option to use private APIs. You do not have an option to use in purchases in, inappropriately. So, like uh, you don't. So everything everything else is still intact. In but you uh, you you don't need to provide the um, like re- registration or um, like. Oh, Free uh, guest access to the application.
1: Oh, I expect that Apple will uh, sometime in the future they will just uh, stop distributing enterprise (laughs) accounts and uh, force us to use this method to to everything like way.
0: Um, that's bad. uh, They actually um, uh, are more strict in terms of enterprise accounts over the years. So you now have to provide the. Questionary of your app, like basically how many users will be using your enterprise app. How are you protecting app from being used by uh, non-employees? Like you, you have to, like say, if it's secure login or you're using under uh, under VPN or uh, internal network. Like You have to, like, and uh, there is a statement, like you basically, you... Uh, mm, as a, as a developer you are responsible for for the correctness of this information so they are like trying to put some legal words there in regards to to this questionnaire so probably they might not remove it entirely but they will uh, like be more strict in terms of if this app leaves your uh, company and somebody else uses that they will be more they you will get some kind of punishment for that so probably
1: yeah but, but because they uh, with uh, so they have now two things to cover all possible cases that uh, uh, needs f- why we need enterprise accounts. So for testing your apps between multiple users, uh, you have now TestFlight. Okay, right. we lost sweater. Well, it. <laughs> it happens. And for uh, distributing it internally within your uh, company, you now have unlisted uh, yeah. distribution.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So- well- we, we we will see, and we have further back. <laughs> um, yeah, and actually, that's probably it. Uh, what I have uh, on my list and in, in regards to the news. Um, I would also like to say that this season might be a little bit different. We will probably try to experiment with, uh, with the for- format. We would like to introduce some more um maybe uh looking through the code parts which will probably be more interesting if you are watching us but not listening um we might also have some uh contests or i don't know like we, we have a couple of prizes which we can uh, distribute i believe Um we will see i mean and if you are listening to us or watching like just check with us, what would you like to see there in terms of like uh, contests or uh, maybe you have some ideas for the sections which we cover. We will definitely have guests on the podcast uh, too later on. Um, we, uh, we will try to find some great guests um, which we were not calling previously or we already called and they, we, we have something else to share. Um, I
1: have an idea. So if and if I pronounce it loudly here, so we'll for, we'll be forced to. do We will have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, th- this will help me a lot. So probably <laughs> we can review Swift Evolution uh, at least once a month and check what's going on there and probably some new I actually,
0: I actually think that's a really great idea. I mean, I would uh, I would like also volunteer to put that as something we will be doing. Like. <laughs> well, we we promise to be doing that now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think, I think that's a good... Reservations. <laughs> and we can actually, like with your help, probably compare that with the Rust uh, updates somewhat.
1: <laughs> that, that will force me to follow Rust
0: updates. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we don't need to cover Rust updates, but you probably might say that, like, yeah, this proposal definitely reminds me of uh, the feature yeah. which was in Rust uh, like three years ago. <laughs> I <laughs> think <As> correct <laughs> uh, yeah yeah and yeah I'm, 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 yeah I'm probably uh be do- probably we will, we might be looking into some code where these um, evolution proposals are how are how are they using and um, maybe some real world examples on that so um, I think we, we we might we might be doing that so and, yeah.
1: and new stuff
0: yeah and um, yeah we really want to have your feedback so if you're listening watching like ping us in any way put to the comments uh, write us uh, on twitter like whatever uh find us in telegram and uh, write us there 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 we will be listening to you and we will be uh, bringing you more uh, content which you will be uh, interested in and with that i think we need to wrap up our first episode of the second season of apple treats um Apple Watch what says do you think this time? Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So um, as always, we will come back in two weeks. And as of now, thank you, thank you for coming, and uh, we'll see you soon.
1: And one more time, welcome,
2: Sveta. Yes. Thank you, guys. Happy to be here. Okay.
1: around and see you in two weeks. Bye. Bye.